Weekend at Effie's is here, and I have no idea what's going on. What a wonderful weekend I had where I went to St. Louis and spent another year starting the year in the Showboat Casino. We talk about all sorts of fun. We talk about the crucifixions ahead. We talk about the end of Big Gay Brunch, and we talk about magic, uh, the magic of astrology. Tune in, leave us a review, subscribe, give us five stars, and sign up for the Patreon, weekendateffies.com. We have video, we have mini-sodes, we have dog content, we have vlogs, we have Lucifer, she's so sweet, weekendateffies.com. Check out this episode. Welcome to the Anne Pathaway, the only podcast devoted to everything Anne Hathaway. I'm here with my guest, co- guest host, Pitar. And Hello. Uh, what have you been thinking about this week about Anne Hathaway? Um, not a lot. There isn't a lot going on in the the Hathaway at the moment. You know, if you want to stay in our luxury condo, it is called the Hathaway House, and you can. I'm just. I don't know what I'm doing, Peter. Happy New Year! It's the New Year. This is the first episode we've recorded in the New Year, and uh, much like many of the years past, I started this New Year. In the Showboat Casino. We talked about it a little bit on the mini-sode. I'm going to talk about it more here. Uh, do you think my life is being affected in a spiritually haunted way by the fact that I've been uh, spending the entrance into the last four years in, t- in the showboat? Uh, sorry, I have to make a quick joke. Um, Please. Do you know what Anne Hathaway's dad's name is? No, what? Gerard Hathaway. Gerard Death Hathaway. <laughs> And and where there's a will, there's a Hathaway. Where there's a will, Hathaway. This I don't know where this comes from. I don't know where this is coming from. But Anne Hathaway. Do you know where it's going? It's. <laughs> I know where it's going. It's going towards the new Anne Hathaway film. Uh, the idea of you. The idea of you, where she meets a Harry Styles-like figure at Coachella, and then is in the background of all of our recordings of almost a six-month period because she's recording next door. They're making a Sesame Street. Oh, no, no, no. It's the television show. Excuse me. And uh, very sad to see with the Epstein releases, uh, releasing the list of the Epstein list, uh, Oscar the Grouch was on the log. So if you wonder... What kind of trash he's getting into? It's Epstein trash. Um, that has been just the biggest. I've spent way too much time on that nonsense this week. I don't want to call it a dick tease, but they're being a little bit teasy with this list. It's just, it's impossible to Google anything. Like, it took me five hours to find out that the list was put out was not the list. And there isn't actually a list. It's just a bunch of documents. Um, I hate the internet at the moment. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard to find anything. AI has taken over. Uh, everything is AI themed now. You have to, you have to kind of really figure out what you're looking at, because there's a lot of misinformation mm-hmm. that floods everything. Uh, and I, I heard that there are people who are looking up how to take their prescriptions, and AI is lying to them. So I think the AI is already trying to kill us. 
I uh, I broke chat Jeep. I did like one of the jailbreak things and got it to become an astrology machine and was like really excited for about two minutes and then i checked through and none of it was correct it was just trying to tell me real people pleaser energy from chat gpt but like people pleaser energy and does not have the correct information Mm -hmm. what a combination to have Mm -hmm. of just real who we have to blame for all of this elon musk no uh uh joel haley olsman or haley joel what yeah and jude law from uh, Steven what is it? Spielberg. What is it called? A- uh, AI? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just want to say that movie was... It was not Bicentennial Man by any means, but it was its own sort of game. Did you watch Bicentennial no. Man? I with did Robin see Encino Man, though. No, this is different. This one has Robin Williams as a robot man. He's the Bicentennial Man. I watched Encino Man thinking it was Bicentennial Man because I was on a Whoa. Robin Williams <laughs> kick. <laughs> that is not the same movie. No, it's not. Nor does it feature Robin Williams. Uh, the Fisher King that does, does feature Robin Williams. It does. And then what's that other movie he was in? You watched Delta Smoochie. And is he? He plays the his role from Fisher King. Is he gay? No. A little bit. No. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Gay coded. Gay coded. Not out of the closet. Reference is Bob Fosse, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Too much. Uh, my brain is confused in this year, <laughs> and I don't know. I'm not going to apologize for it. But that's where I'm at. Uh, we are coming up on the Tampa Big Gay Brunch soon. I'm going to be making some more announcements this week. So by the time you hear this, if you're not on the Patreon, weekendateffies.com for the Patreon, uh, you will have already seen the announcements. But if you're on the Patreon, you will see the announcements uh, before you hear this, I think. You probably. have a bone, Bob. You're fine. Bob, you, you got to chill, Bob. The puppy wars have been active today. It is Capricorn season in the house. Yeah. I don't know really what I'm saying, but I it No, feels you like... got it. Today's the first day of uh, Mars and Capricorn, which Whoa. is why I'm energized and rushing around. What is it doing to things. me? Uh, <laughs> it's My Gemini soul is being left at the door. Probably creating more nonsense than anything. Yeah, yeah. I can feel the nonsense. I'm a very smart individual. Are you a little irritated right now? I don't think I'm irritated. I think I'm confused. Okay. Oh, well, I mean, we do have a Mercury square Neptune. I'm irritated with other things. I'm not irritated with us. Oh, no, not I'm just in a <laughs> just, general state of yeah, irritation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah am. There you uh, go. And I'm trying to stay nice on this podcast, but uh, it's no secret that I'm like really done doing big gay brunches. It's no secret. I'm excited for this one to happen, and I'm excited for people to never message me again. With the intention of trying to get booked on a show. She tried to eat your slides right now. <laughs> I don't know what she's doing. But she, found my, she found my ponytail holder. Oh. So thank you for that. Uh, I don't. I'm over my hair being long. Mm-hmm. I'm over people DMing me, pretending to be nice so they can get on brunch shows. Uh, I just. Uh, I think I'm sell your hair again. Yeah, for sure. What are you talking about? This is not free hair. You think I'm just going to give this hair to the trash? Um, this is gross, but I still have my ponytail from the last time I chopped my hair off. So if you need extra Should we hair eat supply. It? Why do we have to eat it? Just to see what happens. I don't know. You know, like when you would cook down old shoe leather to eat if you were a pirate? Yeah. But we're going to eat the hair to gain the knowledge. You don't think hair has knowledge? It might. I think hair has This also has, has bleach in it, so. Oh, that's good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm trying not to be an old, uh, Kerplumpet or a Scrooge, but I gotta say, 
you know, I did two interviews yesterday for Big Gay Brunch, mm-hmm. and we talked a little bit about Big Gay Brunch, and then I just talk shit about people, and I've got to like chill. <laughs> I got to chill uh, because I'm fired up about stuff. I got punched in the face so many times uh, Sunday night, just relentlessly. You don't even like the crab. You like the crab because she wants the crab. What are you doing? You now, little shipper. Now he's in the situation where he can't get on the couch because of his big tubby belly. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Too bad, kid. Look at him. Look at him. Desperate. Desperately climbing. <laughs> oh, what do you got there, Bob? Proof? Proof of concept? I don't want to be rude anymore. I want to have joy in my heart. There's so much joy around me, but it's it was very hard this weekend not to have bitter thoughts about certain things. Uh, about you know people coming in taking our GCW juice, about people thinking we need their help, about us being the true outlaws of the world, about uh, people being fake nice to me to get booked on my shows. If you want to come to a big gay brunch, you can come to Tampa, you can come to Philly, and then the crucifixion is happening. And I made myself very clear this weekend where I where I kept saying, "Y'all just wait for the crucifixion because it's coming." And I think people thought I was joking. There's going to be a crucifixion. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Who's getting crucified? You? The uh, the concept of me as your redeemer is being crucified. I'm not redeeming any more of you. You will either figure it out or you won't. I've done everything I can do. I'm feeling it in my soul. Last week we had the four grievances. I'm not doing that again. You heard them. Go listen to them. I grieved. I've, my grievances are past. But... I'm in a position now where I'm going, the only thing that's wearing my brain out is being used up in these situations, and I'm not going to do it anymore. I love it. What a success. What a successful run we've had. Fuck off. (laughs) Can't wait to see you in Tampa. We have a great show for you coming up. Uh, Me and Allie, we can talk to her about this. We got in a big, uh, and it's not a fight, but it's you know we got in a tiff about things this weekend where I at one point screamed that I owned the showboat. There was a bit of ego involved. And, you know, it helped me clear some things up in my mind of why I can't continue doing what I'm doing. And so in 2024, I'm going to do different things. And it's going to be great. And it's going to be painful. And it's going to hurt. And I'm not going to have anything that you have to be nice to me to get, because there won't be anything you can get from me unless you want to book me. Book me. This isn't a nice way to start the show, is it? Could be nicer. I don't know. It could be nicer. By TIFF, you mean Toronto International Film Toronto Festival? Toronto International Film Festival. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I don't want to come into this with um, with a. Uh, I've already made my decisions. That's it. That's where we're at. And now, moving forward, we're gonna talk about the future, or we're gonna talk about the past. We got to talk about this weekend. We're gonna talk about this weekend before we talk about the future. It'll be fine. Fucking Capricorn energy. What is going on here? I'm sick of this already. What have you done? I'm glad you're getting your moment, Peter. I'm glad. But I have a great year coming up. I know. I think I have a great year coming up, too. But I also think I have to get through the last few moments of just, like, deep confusion. I also have the benefit of having my birthday so close to the beginning of the year, so I can actually do... Like, I basically treat the first, you know, 13 days of the year as, like, the back end of last year and so then i start fresh on my birthday you have to wait till june 
Yeah. But by then, I will be a reborn creature. Mm-hmm. You know, once I get through April and May and I hit June, it's on, baby. It's going to, wrestling shit for you is going to. Yeah, but wrestling shit for me. You hear, you hear the way yes. you put that? Wrestling shit for me. This is what I, this is what I said all weekend. This is going to sound horrible. People are, mm-hmm. and if this makes you nervous, fucking good. I got a speedboat, Peter. One of the fastest speedboats in the world. And I turned around wondering why my speedboat wasn't going so fast. And I got all these fucking lifeboats hooked with ropes to my speedboat. And I'm snipping the ropes. I'm not pulling anybody in the water anymore. My boat is going to go very, very fast. It's going to be a a go-fast boat. It's a go-fast boat. It's a boat of selfishness. It's a boat of honor. But I realized if I'm not giving my energy to myself, I am cheating myself out of good energy. And I've given enough. You gotta, enough. you gotta drive to Cuba, uh, uh, drive the boat to Cuba, get some uh, mojitos. Well, I can't drink, Peter. Yeah, I don't drink. So you're not, you wouldn't weed. describe yourself as a fiend for mojitos. A, a mofindo? I don't know. Uh. <laughs> watch, watch the mid two thousands classic Miami Vice, directed by Michael Mann. I'm a fiend for mojitos. Uh, no, I'm not a fiend for mojitos. Uh, but I do have a very fast boat with a lot of lifeboats attached of various types. And uh, you guys are going to have to figure out how to swim. You're going to figure out how to row. You have to figure out how to do it yourself. And I hope someone else will step up in my absence and continue leading the revolution. But I am my own revolution now. That's how I feel. And I think I'll be nicer in the weeks coming. I think I was nice this weekend. I was very nice, but I was, you know, honest. And I had to set a few things straight with people and I had to make a few things known. It didn't help that I just got my fucking ass beat and I had my biggest moment of my career taken away from me by Mance Warner. Didn't help. Doesn't help. Doesn't help that GCW doesn't really have any particular rules that kind of allow him to just show up and fuck everything up. Uh, and it doesn't help that uh, we don't pull punches on each other at all. A lot of people keep saying, isn't this supposed to be fake? And I go, yeah, I think it is supposed to be fake. And it doesn't fucking feel fake because I'm getting punched in the fucking face a lot. A lot. A lot of times. I'm very, I woke up, I had a headache. And I said, why do I have a headache? Oh, it's because you got punched in the face 30 fucking times. That's why you have a headache. My nose is healing. That's good. Uh, but, you know, why, why should my nose have to heal? Why should I have to be dealing with that? I don't know. What a weekend it was. Did you have a happy new year time? Yeah, we fell asleep at like 1130. God. Oh, um, incredible. Bebop is attacking this crab like he knows it's going to personally hurt Lucy's feelings. Why are you hurting the crab? I feel like you're going to ruin this crab. I think we're getting rid of this crab for you. You're ripping all the crab filling out. Now, nah, eh, eh. You, you little shit. Bebop. Y'all, this is definitely going to be one you're going to want to watch on video. Yeah, this is a video one. Come here. Bring me the crab. Bring me the crab. Bring me the crab. Bring me the crab. God. You know what I want. Come on. He knows what I want. I didn't just go to Atlantic City this weekend. I actually started my weekend. Yeah, push him off. Hey, Bebop. That's not your crab. That's not your crab. <laughs> Made me say it again. Her crab. 
I didn't just start the weekend in Atlantic City. Uh, I hope I didn't. You fucking piece of shit. He's not taking the bone. <laughs> he said, I don't want the fucking bone. I want the crab. Crabs have been a real integral part of the day <laughs> today. Uh, shout out to... Uh, Cancers everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the crab on Instagram that I saw. That's a pet crab that knows sign language. Peter doesn't believe the crab knows sign language. I don't. I'm not. You're not falling for it? I'm not falling for it. I started the weekend... In St. Louis. Listen, we have let crabs ruin this country for long enough. Carcinization. We love crabs. My grandpa taught me how to eat crabs, and now I don't want to eat them anymore. I want to be their friend. I want to teach them sign language. Okay, here's a question. Okay. If you could have one feature of any animal to attach to your human form, what yeah. would it be? Scorpion tail. Scorp. What? It's crazy. What would you pick? I don't know. Uh, wings. Oh, okay. What are you going to do if somebody attacks you? I'll, I'll be in Fly the fucking away. sky. <laughs> <laughs> wings sound cute, but would they be like bat wings or would they be like bird wings? What's better? I don't know. I'm just wondering if like, is there rules to this where it has to be like kind of human featured the way that that uh, vampire Dracula had... Yeah, see, wings. I don't want to be in a situation where you can cut through my wings. So f- you want feathers? I think I want feathers. But do they they retract kind of, right? Mm-hmm. Are they attached to your arms or are they separate? Yeah, they're attached to my arms. Okay. You know, you might even consider me to be a bird man. Yeah, you still haven't watched Birdman. What are we doing? Maybe I need to abandon all my tasks for the rest Abandoning of the day. Abandon your tasks, put on Michael Keaton movies. What are you chewing on? Oh my God, this is chaos today. What are you eating, Bebop? Come here. I'm not doing this. Come here. You're getting picked up. Come here. You little bungle. Ugh, you're only getting the audio. That's half the story. I now have a dog in my lap. So, Birdman has Emma Stone, oh. Bo, uh, Edward Norton, Michael Keaton. Okay. There's someone else in it too. Mm. Maybe, maybe someone named Marie. I don't know. Great film. It's a great film. You should check it out. Birdman. It's on streaming. We don't know. We don't know. We there's don't know. No, there's no way. To there's know. no way to know. How do you know? There's so many streaming services. Where could it be? I went to St. Louis first, uh, and I actually had a really pleasant, beautiful day. After and you can hear about on the minisode my trip to see the film Migration. Uh, I woke up early the next day to fly out of Atlanta. I just want to say the Atlanta airport. Um, some people wonder. She just <laughs> she just spit crab on you. Part of the crab and specifically <laughs> spit, it on, spit it on my leg. <laughs> uh, if you were traveling for the first time in the Atlanta airport uh, in the month of December, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I hope you fucking trip down the stairs. What a nightmare. Not only that there's so many people there, but that they are so inefficient at getting through an airport. They are in nightmare mode about getting through an airport. These people have never been through an airport in their life. And you get to security, and they're all surprised they have to take their shoes off. Do I like that we have to take our shoes off? No. I don't like it. But it's been 22 years of taking our fucking shoes off. Mm -hmm. Can you take your shoes off? Do I take my shoes off? Everyone else has their shoes off. Take your laptop out of your bag. Take off your fucking bracelets. Take your jacket off. 
Get your wallet out of your pocket, old man. What are we doing? They can't get the reason the lines are so long is because nobody knows how to get to the lines. And it's yeah. very disheartening. Either way, we went to St. Louis. We had a beautiful breakfast. And I think part of the reason I'm getting a little, I've realized it, uh, uh, tiffy, I'll say, a little tiffy, is I have cut a lot of sugar out of my life, a high majority. Have I had a little sugar here and there? Yep, I have. But have I cut at least by 90% the amount of sugar I've been taking? Yeah. And it's making me crazy. Making me nuts, Peter. But you know what? It's time to cut. It's cutting season. It's time to be hot and slender and sexy and show off these muscles and have cum gutters down by my dick. You know about cum gutters? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Allie, for a long time. Our our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He has beautiful cum Mm -hmm. gutters in his little tunic speedo. Mm -hmm. You want me not to be gay and that's the guy you put at the top of the church? Come on. Come on. That dude's getting me hard as a rock. Is that fucked up? No. No. Uh, no. Catholics, why do you make him sexy? It's a little weird. It is. Yeah, like he's hot. And he's like kind of hot film. And he's got beautiful hair and a little beard, like a light beard. And they're whipping him. Mm, God, fuck. Uh, this is going to turn some listeners off, I think. Is the- <laughs> Weekend at Effies.com for more uh, Jesus porn content. Uh, whatever you need. His birthday's over, y'all. Chill. Yeah. Chill. The next Listen, time you see him, if you made it this far listening to this podcast, if this is the thing that turns you yeah. off. Well, uh, my crucifixion coming up in April. Doing it right around Can Easter time. Can you call time. it that? Can you call it my crucifixion? My crucifixion, my crucifixion. After the event, I'll tell them I'm straight. I'm just are kidding. You, are, so are you going to battle in hell? What? No. You I'm know not... that Jesus went to hell after he Good, died. Good, man. He deserved that's, it. That's canon. But if I go to hell, I'm not fighting out of it. That's what the Mel Gibson sequel is about. Oh, God. Mel Gibson. You still haven't seen The Beaver. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you still haven't On seen The Beaver. Of the Christ. <laughs> On The Beaver. You didn't see the Jodie Foster directed no, The Beaver? No. Oh, my God. No. They were talking about that on Blank Check the other day, how that was like one of the famous uh, blacklist scripts that didn't get made for a really long time, but it was like super hot. Like but everyone was like, you got to make would this Would you movie. watch it? Eh, I don't know. It's one of my favorites. I'd rather watch Birdman. We can watch them together. Rather Birdman watch... into The Beaver. I think Birdman Maestro. <sighs> I don't know about The Beaver. The Beaver. I'm the beaver. Um, True Detective is getting phenomenal reviews. Good, because it's awesome, right? Oh, we don't know yet. We have to wait like two it's more Jody weeks. Jodie Foster. Mm-hmm. We love her. Mm-hmm. Remember her in The Beaver? I'm the beaver. Remember her in Flight Plan? <laughs> Was she in Flight yeah. Plan? Oh, God. Uh, shout out Jodie Foster. Miss you so much. Uh, she was in contact, right? Mm-hmm. God, dude, contact rips. Contact fucks. Love contact. Love that film, Contact. With Bill Pullman? Or was that Paxton? With Matthew McConaughey, James Woods, John, John Hurt, uh, Tom Skerritt, William Fickner. Tom Skerritt. Angela Bassett. What? I don't remember Rob Lowe, much of that. Jake Busey. Jenna Malone. Oh, Whoa. my God. Larry King. I'm Larry King. You know who Larry King played in this movie? Uh, one of the aliens? Larry King. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're seeing the aliens here. I don't uh, know. 
Inside Man. Inside Man. Inside Man. Great movie. Yeah, with Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. God, yeah. Uh, Elysium. Not a good movie. Elysium. She had that accent, right? Yeah. Like it was like fake French. Yep. I am from the space planet. I am Judy Foster. I'm doing a bit. I'm doing a bit. Um, did you watch Nyad yet? No, we have the screener. But it is also on Netflix. We could just watch it in that way. Um, very telling that none of the film critics that I follow on Letterboxd have reviewed The Beaver. The Beaver. I'm going to watch The you Beaver. You know, she directed it. Yeah, I know. It's great. I like telling you stuff about stuff that you already know. <laughs> ah, the Beaver. Um, you know what is a perfect movie, though? What? Panic Room. Panic Room's great. Panic Room's Doesn't fantastic. Jared Leto have um, cornrows in this mm-hmm. movie? And isn't, uh, wait a second, Dwight Yoakam? Isn't Dwight Yoakam in this movie? It is Dwight Yoakam. <laughs> and also... You know what his character's name is? What? Raul. Dwight Yoakam plays Raul? Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense. Is it Kristen Stewart? It sure is. Young Kristen Stewart? Kristen Stewart. Oh my God, personal shopper. Yeah. I love her. Uh, let's watch Panic Room. Because there, there's that great... I still have MGM Plus for some, oh, yeah? that reason. Because um, I keep telling it not to... Um, I, You're so, like, mm, I still want to watch Panic Room. <laughs> I'll keep this subscription. I thought I was getting free movies for a second, but the hell is paying for great. <laughs> you were scheming with the EBT card to get free movies, but the computers, the AI found you. So you thought we were watching Austin Powers for free last night. They found you. They found me. I don't know how, but they found you. Mm-hmm. So I went to St. Louis. <laughs> I landed early, and me, Allie, and Dan the Dad uh, made a plan. And I was talking about not eating sugar because we went to a brunch restaurant where they had a melange of dishes that would have been lovely, like fruit and cream-filled fruit French toast and cinnamon pancakes. And uh, they also had uh, lobster enchiladas. But you know what I had? I had a cheeseburger. Which a lot of people are saying, like, Effie, this doesn't sound like a dietary thing. But I had a cheeseburger and some breakfast potatoes, and that's what I had. And for me to get out of a breakfast having one entree and a side dish is a whole new world. Because I will order three meals if I want to eat something. Yeah, you were missing your second cheeseburger last night. Wasn't that the... uh... (sighs) They were supposed to... It's buy one, get one free. You're supposed to bring two cheeseburgers, one cheeseburger. But you know what? I took it as a sign. I ate some granola yogurt instead, and I got my protein fill. And I said, I'm not going to complain. I'm just going to live with it. It's fine. It could be worse. And maybe I didn't need a second cheeseburger. But I didn't get anything sweet except for protein yogurt and granola, which doesn't sound like a non-sweet. It is sweet in a way, but it is not the sweet I'm used to. And I've got to go throw the rest of that dollar fruitcake out that's in the fridge. I needed to remind myself how much better the Harry and David fruitcake was. And I got that dollar fruitcake and I ate a slice and I said, this is not good. Fruitcake, I understand why people give it a bad reputation. Because this fruitcake is ass. Is Henry and David fruitcake specifically for gays? I think it's specifically for grandmothers. But then they give it to their little grandchildren who Mm -hmm. are homosexuals. Mm -hmm. And then they go back. Yeah. And they also have golden wrapped pears. And they're very juicy. And you go... Mm, it's just like a dessert. They also have these chocolate-covered cherries. You see, I'm getting, I'm in a fucking sugar craze, man. Ah, chocolate-covered cherries are very good. They have a moose crunch popcorn that's very, very good. 
Lucy now doing the same to the crab. <laughs> uh, can anyone recommend even harder chew toys for Please. these dogs? We get the hard chew toys. They chew right through them. We get the, this is made out of the fire hose material. Chew right through them. Is there anything they will not chew through immediately? <laughs> she just <laughs> dropped that on your phone. <laughs> ah! It's a fucking disrespect from these dogs today. I know. So I'm going to be drinking more carrot juice. I feel like that's a safe sweet. Yeah, the Trader Joe's carrot oh, juice. Oh, God. There's no better carrot juice in the world. Tra- I just, I love Let's go Trader- to Trader Joe's. Let's go to Trader Joe's. I think that's the right choice. I'll make healthy choices. But also, they've got those fucking chocolate-covered Oreos there. They can't get them. Also have a little mm. um, almond milk ice cream. Um, what are they called? The Dum Dums. Oh God! Mm-hmm. They have like twelve of them in a pack. They're delightful. I eat like five in a sitting. Oh no! We have to be. I have to be safe. I have to be kind. And I have to. They have good coffee there too. I feel like. Yeah. So we'll get we'll get what we need. Mm-hmm. I think this is a great idea. Uh, Trader Joe's trip has just been determined live on the podcast. Ask us how it went. We'll post uh, in the vlog. I have a new vlog to go up on weekendatfies.com, and I have forgotten to upload it. So uh, There's also videos and stuff coming that I have also not quite gotten to We're getting yet. there. We're getting, We're getting there. there. And if you're wondering when the videos are going to be available to the public, it's as soon as I can convince Peter that we don't need a clickbait picture. You can convince me right now. We don't need a fucking clickbait okay, picture. Okay, I'm convinced. They're going to find us. Just have a picture of us smiling. Okay. And it doesn't have to be like Mr. Beast builds an African well or whatever. Why'd you pick African well? Because that's one of the ones he did recently where they were arguing about, oh, well, how can Mr. Beast be bad if he built an African well? And then the argument was he didn't build the wells himself. He just has so much disposable income that he can pay other people to build wells, which doesn't really put him at any risk or hardship, which means it's not as nice of a task as if he'd gone out on his own to do these things himself. I prefer that, though. Because the fucking problem with Africa in general is that we have decided as American whites that we have to go save this continent or something. Yeah. The as outside influence has been forever the thing that has fucked up the dynamic over there. I watched so that HBO documentary. I would prefer for Mr. Beast to be sending money. It goes to the locals. They They're building themselves. the wells. Let's keep everything centralized. Because... Uh, we need to let the greatest place on the fucking planet become stable. On its own. Uh, like, yeah. Without white people. And I, I know this is like getting into the Republican, well, they just have to pull themselves up by their bootstraps kind of thing. We can enable people to get their own and be self-sufficient and everything. Without being there next to them? It's, it's the problem when you drop off supplies and you don't think about where they're going that you create odd power dynamics. And that is white saviorism. Exactly. Exactly. So we're trying to avoid that. So maybe Mr. Beast, you just redeemed yourself. Think about what you're supporting. Think about where your money, your money is going. Just take the extra step to think about, um, this is something that is very dear and close to my heart. Yeah, You, I mean, you have a firsthand experience of these things. Uh, okay. Can I tell you a story? Yes. I'm going to jump way ahead. Okay. I was on a real, like be, you know what? Kindness is the easiest way. And I'm still on it, and I'm still going to reflect on it. But sometimes I just got to come on here and rant a little bit. Uh, Bebop just left the room, so we're confused about what he might be up to. Is he in your room? Yeah. Oh, God. Bebop. So, he... 
so I have my altar set up outside one of the windows. Yeah. And he sits and meditates and looks out the window. At the, the altar? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's really sweet. He's gotten sweeter, but he's still a very curious little boy. He, well, you can throw him in pig mode and the sweetness <laughs> arises. Yeah, the pig, the pig outfit. I lost it for a second and then I found it before I left and I left him with you in the pig costume. Yeah. I said, this is a good sign. He made it for most of the time. In can the I be honest? Costume. He found it. It was under the bed. I didn't see Aww. it. And he came out with it in his mouth. Oh, you love being he, a he pig. He loves being a pig. Being a pig. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm jumping way ahead of the weekend's adventures. But now that we're talking about Africa, I had this in my mind. Like, I'm going to be kind. I'm going to help people. I'm going to just, you know be approachable and easy and i landed in atlanta at 12 30 a.m mm-hmm. as the day entered into tuesday because we'll get to why <laughs> um <laughs> there was confusion uh and walking from the gate to the luggage baggage area two different african men who spoke french asked me for help getting to their gate en français and i somehow just went right into french <laughs> And gave them directions. Amazing. Yeah, it was crazy. And it was not like they were next to each other. They were together. They were two separate African men speaking French, needed help getting to their gates. And I was like, what a marvelous time this is. It's already working. My kindness is spilling over. Uh, and that is not sound like me at the beginning of the show, where I'm screaming about being crucified and being unhappy at everything and how I'll never have a gay event again. I just need a break, folks. That's all it is. Yeah. I need a little step back. I need to not be looked at as... Maybe one a year? Maybe one a year. But maybe none right now. Maybe, yeah. Maybe... Take it. The absence makes the the big gay brunch grow fonder. Well, I also just like... I had this big realization, too, of like... Nobody wants to admit out loud... This sounds really egotistical as I say it. And I need you to help me sound not as egotistical. No one understands how much effort it actually takes to be effy. And so when you are adding more on top of this that are base things that other people could be doing that are these easy tasks that help these events come together, it's very frustrating that I am still having to do everything from the ground floor up on these events while also being, as Ali calls it, the mayor. Mm-hmm. It, is, it takes a bit of effort and skill to be the mayor. And for me to be the mayor and the assistant and the runner and the builder and the booker and the graph, like it's, there's so much going on. And I go, if I just take a step back, maybe people will realize that these events could get done on a much easier scale if you respected and honored that being Effie is enough for me to do and that my name is already on here selling tickets and I'm already having to be Effie and that y'all could just do something on your own. When... Does the swamp monster have time to go to the grocery store? Yeah. What? When? You can't. And then he's in there and you're like, is that the swamp monster? We should go talk to him. And then it takes you two hours to get through the grocery store because everybody has to talk to the swamp monster and tell it its dreams and secrets. And I can't be responsible for whether or not you feel like you've accomplished something anymore. I can't have that hanging over me. That you won't feel, I won't feel, you know, when I had somebody tell me, if I didn't get booked for this show, for this big gay brunch, I was just going to retire. What? You think it's that big of a defining achievement to be booked on the show that you would rather give up on the entirety of it than 
ask or try or do. I don't know. But I'll tell you what. I'm going to be a little bit greedy, a little bit selfish. I've gotten off the topic of I helped these wonderful men speaking French <laughs> and gotten back to being just an egotistical fuck. You see how this happens? But it's also like you I'm just going to I'm just going to refer to you as a swamp monster from now on. Please. please. Um, but it's, you know, like the the kitty cat fell into the swamp. Who's there to save him? It's Effie speaking French in the airport. Yeah. But they don't even know it's Effie. I like that because it's not that they're specifically coming to me because they know it's Effie mm-hmm. here to help. They're just like, hmm. Hmm. I'm just a helpful person. If I could just be a helpful person and not have the reliance be on me being helpful. It just feels like a lot of y'all aren't doing the work on your own. Yeah. And I'm not going to keep. That's fucking fair, though. Fingering the food That's into your fair. mouth. You know? I don't think you're being. I think you do a lot and you've gotten to a point where you're going, why am I the only one doing anything? Right, right. If I don't do it, it won't get done. But why am I thinking it has to? It, no, I like I get it. Like I'm in kind of a similar situation with some of my work stuff where it it does start to get to the point of like am I taking the crazy pills? Like the, is am I the one right. that's wrong in this scenario and it's no. Um but yeah, I totally could get how that would be frustrating. Yeah. But okay, so I went to St. Louis. We're going to backtrack now. Remember when I went to St. Louis earlier and then I just started yelling? Uh, I went to St. Louis and we landed and I ate a cheeseburger. We got through that part and then we went to the gym. But before we went to the gym, we stopped by Dan the Dad's house. You know what he has in his living room? Christmas Snoopy. Big Christmas Snoopy. You can see it in the vlog. So cute. And a beautifully decorated Christmas tree. Still up. And I honor and respect that. Uh, I wanted to stay up all year. And then we went to the gym. I worked out. Felt good. I usually don't work out on show days, Peter. But I'm taking, when the opportunity is there, I'm going to take it. I'm going to work out on show days. Got feeling real jacked in there. Got feeling real good. Had a lot of compliments that day on my physical transformation. You know, I went from 185 pounds to 225, 228 pounds. That's a large transformation. And I can't be surprised when some of my clothes don't fit. You know? That's like, it's like a 50, 40, what is that? 40 pound difference? Yeah. 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 That's the size of a toddler. I added a toddler in weight, you know, and it's not all testicles. It's a little bit. It's gones, you know. So then uh, we had a lot of time and uh, we went to the venue pretty early. Uh, Delmar Hall. Allie took a nap. I did not. I went in the ring, rolled around a little bit, helped people out with their matches, talked about their matches, had a wonderful match set up with Raheem De La Suede, uh, who I've never wrestled before. And sometimes I'm like, all right. People have expectations of matches because we're both fabulous and wonderful. And you have to kind of like give them what they want, but also subvert their expectations. And I think we had a pretty swell little match at Del Mar Hall. We got to meet and hang out with a lot of people. I sold some merch. I had a good time. Went to the hotel. And then me and Allie were sent on separate flights. Uh, Shout out Glory Pro. What a wonderful, um, respectful, kind, loving, uh, pays you on time has your flights and hotels handled kind of atmosphere. Isn't that nice to know it's all done? Yeah. You don't have to ask anybody. It's all handled. Before I got to the hotel, though, we went to this place called Up Late. They have this sandwich, Peter. We all went there. It was like me, Rohit Raju, Jake something, Philly Marino experience. 
there were other maybe Coco Lane was there, Dan the Dad, Allie. They have this breakfast sandwich, and it's like Texas toast, sausage, cheese, egg, and then like a weird gravy sauce. Ooh. And it's the most addictive sandwich of all time. Like it is so good. And they also sell tacos. Never had them. I just keep getting this sausage sandwich, and it just filled me with joy. And then guess what? I was given a candy bar by someone at the at the show. Didn't eat it. What kind of candy bar? It was a sugar cookie flavored Hershey's bar with sprinkles. Sounds very sweet. Yeah, it would have been delicious. <laughs> would have been perfect, Peter. Would have been everything I needed in a candy. Didn't get it. Didn't get to have it. Went to the hotel. Allie left before me. She had a different flight than me. She was going into Newark. I was going into Philly. And landed in Philly a little bit early, last day of the year. I was trying to wait for people to get there uh, for the ride. So I just hung out, had a little nap, listened to podcasts, and sat in the cold just to feel the cold of the world. What? This... What? You're looking at me weird right now. Just to feel the cold? Oh, yeah. You don't ever just want to feel the cold? No. I just want to sit in the cold no. and feel it. No, 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 no. I literally learned a breathing technique so I won't ever be cold again. I love being cold because I run so hot that I rarely am cold. I Yeah, I run cold, hot. I'm just, I need, I need to live on the equator. I sat outside the airport for like an hour. That's crazy. It was awesome. That's awful. Then I tried a new thing because I'm all about protecting my energy. I want to protect my energy. This is no offense to anyone. And this was a tip given to me by someone. And we pulled up to the showboat. And I had my bags. And I had my room ready to go to. But there's another show going on earlier before the New Year's Eve show. And I knew when I walked in the room, a lot of people would want to say hello to me. Because I'm a wonderful, jovial, kind person. And also a friendly, sweet superstar. So I just started yelling, I have to poop right now. The diarrhea is coming. Hurry, move. I have to poop. And that was a really easy way for me to get through the room because everyone would come up and say, hey, how are you? And I would go, I have to poop right now. Move. I have to poop. The poop is coming out. And that got me through the room really quickly. And then I went upstairs. I ate half a Subway sandwich and I took a nap. Now, do they think that I was going to poop my pants? Maybe, but I don't understand embarrassment, right? Like I don't, that, that isn't a concept for me. So, shame out the door. Remember when you were positing that Effie doesn't shit? All right, well, but listen, there's no proof Effie does shit. I just said it. Okay. It's like if I said, oh, I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant. You know that wasn't true, but you would not want to question it right there. Right. So every time someone said, hey, come here, are you here? Effie. I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. The baby's coming. The water broke. It's the same concept, okay? I've never pooped or diarrhea or had dirty britches, but in this situation, I could hear the voices. Effie, 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 Effie. And I just said, I have the diarrhea. I have diarrhea. And I got through the hotel very quickly. So you Jimmy Lloyded it. Yeah. Yeah, like when we went to the, mm-hmm. uh, the what is it called? Uh, it's not Six Flags. Mario? Mario Land. <laughs> so sick. He went back to the one in Orlando. Oh, shit. I want to hear more about Jimmy's uh, diarrhea. <laughs> you don't even have to tell him I found out. You don't have to tell him what you're... You just say, I need a pass. I have an issue. And they'll give it to you. But I like that he added the detail. The detail makes it quicker because they're like, please, not here. Oh, we've already had a cleanup today. Oh, no. Uh, there's poop everywhere. 
I don't know how you're going to clip anything out of this episode. This episode is out of control. Uh, I feel out of control, but I'm in control. I made it to the room. Allie didn't get there for a long time, so I just took a nap. I just uh, ate my sandwich, took a little nap, took a shower. It's feeling good, feeling fine. Didn't have to be down to the show until hours later. I was making sure I wasn't there too early. And that night, I was in a uh, what's called the Do or Die Rumble, where we were given a chance at any title of our choosing at any time. Obviously, I would be going after Blake Christian with the World Heavyweight Championship of GCW at any time. Could have been right then because he was in the ring when I thought I won. I went through, and uh, Bobby Flacco was added last second, so I want to just say. So you can just pick what you want? Well, if you win, okay, you can pick what you want. You could like name a date or a time, or you could just do it right then. Can you can you steal shit from other like? Could you like? I don't know. I'm just trying to see what the rules actually are. I think it has to be within GCW. Okay. I don't think I could show up somewhere else, but why would I want to? They want to show up to our place. Yeah. They don't really want to show up to their place. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. It would be really funny to like take a title from them and then never interact whatsoever. Just like steal it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's funny. I think it's I think it's <laughs> hilarious. They lose their titles anyway. Is The Rock wrestling again? Yeah. Is he? Did Black Adam really do that poorly? Black Adam did so bad, and then they got rid of the DCEU, and he was like, "Finally, I guess I have to come back to the wrestling world." Well, what's funny is they came back in the fall during the SAG strike. The Rock showed up, and then John Cena showed up. And then immediately the sack strike ended and they all left. And now, for some reason, The Rock is back. I guess he's not being included in the new James Gunn DC universe. So I wonder why. They're saying he's going to fight Roman Reigns at the Elimination Chamber, which they're not allowed to call it that in Germany for various reasons. They call it something else. I don't know. You'd think you'd just change the name of it if your entire German audience wasn't comfortable with the name of the pay-per-view being the Elimination Chamber. Uh, but no, we just continue uh, calling it that everywhere else. Um, I do think it's funny that CM Punk makes his grand return and then The Rock comes back. What happened last time before the before CM Punk quit is he was about to main event WrestleMania and then The Rock came back and took it from him and then main event WrestleMania. <laughs> but I think at this point he's a grown, mature man and he's sort of going, you know what? I don't care. Just pay me. I'm running out of money. I just need money. He's a very high merch seller, and I think he's got a different attitude about things now. And I'm pretty sure the WWE audience doesn't know AEW exists because they were all chanting, you still got it, as if he hadn't wrestled in 10 years. <laughs> and I don't think WWE is going to reference that he was wrestling at any point during that time. So uh, AEW, you got to figure out why nobody wants you known. Uh, and uh, CM Punk, I'm glad that you have worked it out. I'm actually a huge CM Punk fa- fan in 2024. Oh, CM Punk is actually one of my favorite wrestlers now. Okay, He's on the comeback. He's doing the work. Are you drinking a lot of Pepsi right now? Drinking a ton of Pepsi. I'm straight edge. Going straight edge for CM Punk. I think he's working through his stuff. I think he's really... Is he straight edge? Oh, yeah. Oh, that explains You didn't know he was straight edge? No. Yeah, he's straight edge. Which, you know, when I went fully, fully straight edge, when I started wrestling training and gave up everything at once, I was also kind of like having too much sex. And I think, you know, historically, we match on that point, you know? Look at the girls, what do you see? A bunch of them have been with me. He's married now, it's different. It's fine. Don't. 
I'm giving too much clickbait. Huge CM Punk fan now. Can't wait to see what he does at WrestleMania. I think we're going to see Rollins versus uh, CM Punk. This is a match we've all been waiting for since the dawn of the Shield, since they came in and helped him defeat Ryback uh, at Tables, Ladders, and Chairs in 2012. And I think this is going to be a really big passing of the torch. And, you know, it's something I've been looking forward to my whole life. And I can't wait to see what CM Punk has in store for us. I understood like two of those words. Good, good. Well, the fans at home uh, did too, and they are wondering why I'm um, giving this such a positive spin. And it's because 2024 is all about positivity. It's all about love. It's all about support. I want to support it. I got a really, you know who I got a text from the other day? Uh, I probably shouldn't say it. I probably shouldn't say it. Okay. But it's awesome. Okay. And it was wonderful. Do I know? Yeah, you know. Okay, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And it was a, it was a nice, it was a nice little gesture. And you know what? It lets me know in the future, I'm, I'm supporting everyone, because I want everyone to succeed. I want them all to do well. And if they don't, it won't be because I put them down. It'll be because they fucked up. So, I support you all. I support everyone except for Chris Jericho. I don't support Chris Jericho. Uh, if I'm not are, getting into that any further, I'm not uh, saying any other words about that, but I no, absolutely not. Um, yeah, uh, um, it was the crab, the crab texted you, the crab, yes. <laughs> What's his name, Ebert? The American crab. Oh, you're talking about this actual, crab? yeah, the crab that you need to follow on Instagram that Peter does not believe knows anything. Howie the Crab. I do not believe in Howie the Crab. Howie the Crab knows tricks, knows how to do sign language, knows how to high-five, and knows how to acknowledge food. I was talking about the American Crab. Is that a wrestler? What? The American Crab? It could be. Okay. I'm referencing something else. Okay. It's a great text message to get. Thank you. Um, So, the Do or Die Rumble happens. I'm there. Big night. And a lot of people don't know how rumble matches work because I watched it because you are allowed to leave the ring under the bottom rope. If you get if you get thrown out over the top rope, you're eliminated. That's the concept. That's a real crab. But you can just slide out under the bottom rope. And a lot of people just stayed in the ring the whole time and kept getting beat up. Not I. Went out to the floor. And then people were saying, well, you went out to the floor and there's glass everywhere. Okay, what's worse? Getting a bunch of moves done on you or a little glass in your hands. Mm-hmm. Got a little glass in my hands. Ooh. It's fine because who was the last man standing in the rumple? Me. Except for, no, I wasn't because Mance Warner just came out of the very end of this and threw me to the floor. And then they announced that he's the winner because rules don't matter anymore, I guess. And doing things the right way doesn't matter. And he's a shitbird cheater. And then I got back in the ring and confronted him and I slapped him in the fucking mouth. And then I punched him. And then we punched each other. And those were the worst punches I've taken in years. Mm. Those were nightmare punches. You know how like you can like absorb a punch a little bit? I don't know if you know that. I, I, I could not absorb these punches. Mm. They were coming in such a way where... I could not absorb the power of these punches. And it was very painful. And security tried to pull us apart. And to the security guards who I literally cold clocked in the fucking side of the head, I'm not sorry. Don't touch me. Uh, Let me get my hands on this piece of shit. And, uh, you know, things kind of broke down from there. 
Uh, my head was hurting uh, in a dramatic fashion. I was not in a great mood after. Thank God, Alley Catch helped me out, brought me a Diet Coke, helped me sell merch because my brain was really hurting. And then I um, had to cool it with some fungals, you know? Yeah. I cleaned yeah, yeah, out yeah. I cleaned out the bad energy with a little bit of fungal. Um, shout out Speedboat Mike Bailey, who just... Speedboat Mike Bailey. Speedboat Mike Bailey, who... Sometimes people don't listen to Speedball because they think he's he knows everything. But let me tell you something. I've never heard him give a piece of advice that hasn't been true. And I should have listened to his advice. And I think it would have helped me out in the end. Uh, so Speedball, in this year, 2024, I'm listening to all your advice. I'm taking everything uh, that you have advice-wise, and I'm going to do it. So thank you, Speedball. I'm going to listen to you closer next time. Hey, Bebop, I'm going to... Come here. Bebop. Bebop, leave it. Leave it. Okay. Okay. Leave it. You look at me. I said leave it. Leave it. Now come here. Come here. Yeah, you need to lay down. All right. If you are watching the video, that's about as harsh as it gets with that boy. He don't listen I, sometimes. Let's see. We're trying to keep these dogs under wraps. Good boy. He's a good boy now. R.I.P. Crab. Should have listened to Speedball. Would have been smart. Happy birthday, Veda Scott. They turned uh, a new birthday on the first of the year. Oh, Capricorn. So, like, as, as they're on commentary doing Capricorn season. Capricorn season. Bryce Rimsberg, as we record today, uh, senior referee at AEW. It's his birthday today. Capricorns Happy birthday, Bryce Rimsberg. Everywhere. Capricorns everywhere. We love it. Uh, yeah, so I didn't win the Do or Die Rumble. Uh, I did punch him in the face a lot he punched me in the face a lot i don't know where this is going to go but i would like to have something official where he at least has to deal with me face to face which i've asked for i have not gotten yet but as you can see pitar i'm dealing with a lot more of my things now which is why i'm sort of at this crossroads uh crossroads a reference to the text i got earlier um, Crossroads, the Britney Spears movie. No, it's actually Crossroads, a reference to um, Smoke and Mirrors. I love that I'm making all these references that everyone on here is going to get, and it's you already know the answer, oh. but I'm sneakily making these Crossroads, references. Bone Thugs and Harmony? Is that the reference you're yeah, making? Yeah, Smoke and Mirrors, Bone Thugs and Harmony, uh, The Son of a Son of a Plumber. Uh, I did not win the do or die rumble. I do think this is going to continue. Uh, we will both be in Chicago. We will both be in Columbus and, uh, we'll both be in Tampa. So I would like to see something happen where I'm allowed to fuck this man up face to face. That's what I would prefer. Um, and I would like to say that I'm also a free agent. I'm just a way more expensive free agent than a lot of these guys that are claiming to be free agents because I have my own plans for this year. And uh, the domination that comes forth shall be dominant. Now, Pitar, it's January 4th. 4th. So that means we have 23 days until the Big Gay Brunch, which means it's coming up fast, which means I got to do another match announcement today. Uh, I hope you all will come out to Florida to see this. If you're in Tampa, if you're in Orlando, if you're in the surrounding Clearwater areas, if you're anywhere Please come support the Big Gay Brunch. And uh, if you're coming to the one in Philly, do not message me. Do not. I will message you. 
Don't reach out to us. We'll reach out to you. Uh, I've left so many people on red, and it's going to stay that way. Uh, it's not me being mean. It's me protecting my energy, and I will be the determiner. How's that sound? Fantastic. Allie books the Big Gay Brunch now. <laughs> Good luck. Just DM Allie. Let her know what your thoughts are, and it'll be great. I don't want to leave this on a bitter note, Peter. No. It's not bitter. It's not It's bitter. just where I'm at now. <laughs> yeah. It's a weekly podcast of where we are at right this second, mm-hmm. and that's where I'm at. I can't wake up to more DMs. I woke up to more DMs today. Book me for your show. Just, again. What have you done for me lately? Is the Send them to the TikTok. Send them to my Twitter. Send them to the Weekend at Effie's. They'll you definitely send get read. paragraph to the TikTok, and then maybe it'll get to me. Uh, I love you all. Thank you for supporting the Patreon, weekendatfies.com. And we're going to do some questions in the new year. New year, new questions. Bebop's licking me. Okay. This is from Rick. How would you rank the Danny McBride, Jody Hill TV series from HBO? That includes Vice Principals, yep. Righteous Gemstones, yep. Eastbound and Down. Uh, it's, for me... Eastbound and Down, Righteous Gemstones, Vice Principals, but I like them all a lot more than I would rank other TV shows. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I Jury's kind of out on Righteous Gemstones because I want to see what they do with the whole thing. I think Vice Principals is a perfect two seasons of television, okay. and I would put that as number one. I would put Gemstones second, and I would put Eastbound and Down last. Ooh. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're almost in opposite orders. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Um, Do you think I like Eastbound and Down better because I grew up in Myrtle Beach? Exactly. Because Eastbound and Down was not funny for me till it got ridiculous in like the third and fourth season. When they went to Mexico? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's when, it, that's when it got me. It got perfect when they went to Myrtle Beach and I went, oh my God, this is it. This is everything. I love it. Uh, shout out Danny McBride, Jody Hill doing shows. Do they still, are they still partners? Just... I believe so. Okay. Um. Oh, that's funny. Rick also ranked them how I would rank them. Wow. Wow, Rick. I talked to Rick uh, a second ago. I'm going to see Rick in L.A. Very yeah. Excited. Yeah. Um, congratulations on the house. Uh, oh, congrats. Um, Rick and Caitlin, who art is beautifully featured yes. every week of the podcast. We love the art. In the uh, kitchen, too. This is from Danny. Have you guys ever watched the Trauma Team movies? I recommend Pro Wrestlers versus Zombies. Is this uh, like uh, Toxic Avenger people? Yeah. Yeah, I have not. I'm into it. I'm down. Um, there's like a really good documentary. Uh, my buddy Johnny, who has seen every single one of those movies, um, can like just never stops talking about it. Uh, it's a documentary about all of them about like, yeah, the, like the birth of trauma, like yeah. what they were doing with the whole thing. Uh, really interesting group of human beings. Let's do it. Um, Let's watch also, this doc. Speaking of documentaries, I really want to watch RoboDoc, the RoboCop oh, documentary. Yeah. I saw the Oreo one, the Oreo clip. Robo wants Oreo. <laughs> and then I <laughs> forced them all in my mouth and made the crumbs fall down. And he said, I don't remember. Cuts to Peter Weller. He's like, I don't know fucking anything about these goddamn Oreos. (laughs) Stop talking about these fucking Oreos. Um, One of the things we watched on Christmas was the the visitation, the viewing, uh, the Peter Weller, um, 
guy who directed Mandy, Eric Andre's in it, Steve Agee. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. they do a bunch of cocaine. Yeah, from the Guillermo del Toro Cabinet mm-hmm. of Curiosities. Yeah. yeah, that was a good Christmas watch. Yeah. Yeah, they do space cocaine. They do space cocaine. Crazy. Uh, you should watch that. It's on Netflix. Okay. This is from Julie. I humbly request Peter's Mormon prom story. Whoa! Mormon prom. Um, okay, so when I was in high school, I lived in an area that had a rather large Mormon population. Okay. And I was friends with a lot of these human beings. One, because they're all super fucking hot. Yep. There is something in the water in that religion that just makes everyone very attractive. And they uh, they don't figure out how to fuck until down the line. So yeah. it's like uh, they're not ruined by the time they're 24. Yeah. They all get married very young as well. So they can you know, go ahead and get the dirty deed mm. done. Mm. Um, but I found myself in the middle of a Mormon love triangle <laughs> where it was one of my really good friends who later came out as gay and not Mormon. Okay. Um, and then another guy who I didn't keep up with, but I'm pretty sure he was gay the whole time. Yeah. Um, and then um, the female in the love triangle, who was another close friend of mine. Okay. And they were back and forth on the whole thing. They may have been bisexual Mormons. Yeah. Um, and so... Uh, I started getting invited to the what they're called steak dances. And a steak would be like the collection of, like if we're dividing things up into districts, that was like their district of multiple different churches that would all get together. And we would have dances where, you know, they're measuring how far apart you are from your partner. Oh, God. They are censoring the music. Okay. And um, we would just wear like, go to the thrift store, get like funny costumes and stuff and show up to the Mormon dances. And, uh, as my friends that were not Mormon found out that I was doing this, they were like, that sounds awesome. Let's go to Mormon dances. And so I started bringing in a big crew of non non Mormons, um, to where, you know, we'd be like sneaking a cigarette before going in and that kind of thing. But the fact that everything was censored, it was good, clean, fun, there was there was no there was nothing quote unquote bad happening. Right. Like we weren't trying to get away with anything really. So there was a genuineness to the fun that we were having just because of how clean it was. Okay. I don't I don't know if this like No, I, I get it. I get it. There's like a pureness to the whole experience. Yeah. Um and so it came You can only time. have that for so long. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um and so we went to uh the big mormon prom our senior year of high school myself and my buddy jeffrey who was also not a mormon and just dressed up the full thing we were each other's dates for that because we were basically known as the um opposite of jay and silent bob where i was the skinny one with the long Mm -hmm. hair he was a little bit bigger but he talked and i didn't oh i like this yeah but you also were rebellious because you were the ones not wearing the secret undergarments? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, there's some, de- not everyone wears the secret undergarments. That's what they want you to believe. Maybe. Um, and so we ended up on uh, the news because they were covering a Mormon prom and they did not understand why two non Mormons would were want to go to Mormon prom. So there's a news clip out there somewhere of me explaining the joys of Mormon dancing. <laughs> nah, it's just good, clean fun, baby. We're having a good time. 
that's that's that was Mormon prom. That's beautiful, Peter. Would you go back? No. <sighs> I'm glad I did it, but it was it was weird. I'm proud of you for getting through it. I'm proud mm-hmm. of you for learning about their culture mm-hmm. and for uh, you know, corrupting some of them it seems. Yeah, Secretly. I mean if we're if we were to declare a winner of the love triangle, it was me. Yeah, you won. I won. God. What a legend. Uh okay, most memorable moment. This is from Rob okay. of 2023. Oh. I um, mine's easy. It's being in the hotel room with you, Ref Scarlet, Cole Radrick, and just being I like I being a part of the vibe. I love being like I've been a tourist my entire life. It has always been about like I don't fit in fully into any group and to be so wonderfully welcomed into the inner sanctum of that hotel room and just get to be a fly on the wall of <laughs> everything that is your life. You were there for a historic time. It was fantastic. It was very good. Uh, I don't know. Probably going to Australia two times. Yeah. I think that's it. I don't want to drag it out too much, but uh, it was. it's a very fun country. It's like Florida without the meth. But I loved spending time with you there, too. I liked it, uh, introducing you to that world. And I also reminded myself of why I will never go back to the large pay-per-views as I was meet and greeting for four <laughs> hours and confused. Uh, okay, this is from Machete Von Kill. What is something you've always wanted to be asked but never have? I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know either. Think about that one. I'm thinking about that one. What? So, what would you like to be asked? Oh, I didn't think about it. Oh, you didn't think. Yeah. About what it. was the other question? And then I'll. And then I'll know. Okay. Um, I bought a record called "Sounds Wasps Make." When I played it, it didn't sound like wasps at all. Turns out, I was playing the B side. Oh, because it's <laughs> okay. That's fantastic. Um. If you need a second, there is a Peter question. Yeah, please ask the Peter question. Okay, this is from Emily. Peter, how did you originally get into spirituality slash astrology? Uh, that might actually count as my uh, something you've always wanted to be asked. Yeah, um, that's good. So I for the majority of my life, I have felt that, for lack of a better way of putting it, that it's everything's rigged. Okay. Um, I could. Ju- I just had this sense that things would happen in certain patterns, and that there would be a way to identify those patterns. But I just didn't have access to that information. I like that. Um, like a a very deep sense of reality being a little less um, physical than maybe everyone would like to think. Um, and as I got older, it was you know, finding that these feelings that I was having, people all over the globe have been having them. It's, I am not unique in that perspective. And um, I used to think that astrology was the biggest crock of shit in the entire world, where I would read sun sign horoscopes and go, and, and like, you're basically just writing things that would generally apply to... Yeah, it could work for anyone. could if work for anyone, you know, and, like... Molded to it. It's maybe, like, 40%, you know, resonating. Um, and over the... So, and then I... With my exploration of all this stuff, my Capricorn brain kicks in, and uh, I found that I what I need the most is 
structure that actually gives results um, to where it is not just enough for me to Lucifer. Um, it's not just enough to enjoy the weirdness of the universe. I have to identify where the weirdness is coming from. I have to find the structure of the thing. There is a shape and form that I, I guess my consciousness necessitates. Um, and going through baby girl. Need to love. No. Um, in, in trying to find structure and trying to find, um, I guess the ability to tap in on a deeper level without it just being, you know, signs and symbols, but something that actually has like a, a like a concreteness to it. Um, I was very disappointed to find that astrology held all of those things. Oh no. And but that's great. It's great. It's great. It's just I find that there's this very funny thing that happens as you get older that the stuff that you think is cringy, the stuff that you shit on, the absolute rejection of whatever it is is like a home that you have to come back to. And so I went hardcore atheist in my early 20s, and then psychedelics brought me back um, into a little bit more of like an open world view on everything. Um, and then finding that there had been this, uh, you know, only a couple decade old resurgence of ancient astrology, and then applying that to the little bit of information that I already had, I was like, oh my God, this shit works like a rocket feel. Like it's incredibly effective as far as identifying you know the shift in energies throughout the world and then the deeper i get into it i go there's an even greater level of specificity with all of this stuff like there's a guy that i follow on twitter that if you go hey i'm trying to find my watch i haven't you know it's i've misplaced it he will cast a chart and tell you exactly where your watch is. What? And it's pretty fucking incredible to see this stuff like work in real time. Um, and so it has become something that I am just constantly amazed with all the time. Um, like I had a really beautiful thing happen this week where I was talking to uh, a new coworker of mine and uh, looked at their chart and said, hey, your childhood was probably a little difficult, wasn't it? Like you probably don't get along with your siblings. And they were like, yeah, you fucking nailed it. Like, I have no idea how you got that. Started talking to him a little bit more, find out that he went to military school. And the astrology, how it works out, is Mars in the third house. Third house is basic education. Mars is the planet of warfare. Military school. Mm. And just to constantly be finding little things like that here and there, just absolutely incredible. It is uh, less mysterious when things are explained through that capacity, but I also like not knowing enough to know. You know what yeah. I mean? So I think I just leave it with you. Yeah. And let it ride the way it rides. It's, uh, I sometimes hate the way that my brain processes stuff. It's not the easiest thing in the entire world, but I also wouldn't be doing anything any other way. It's It found me. It found me when it needed to find me, and... Um, you know, here I am. Here you are. And I found you, and that's wonderful. Uh, and thank you for dealing with my um, constant confusion. This has been at least two episodes in a row of me just being pretty confused about the world. Yeah. Without any real flow. And uh, we'll get there. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, I would like to be asked what I'm going to do after wrestling. 
What would you like to do after wrestling? Um, I'm going to write two books, and I'm going to disappear from the public forever. What are these? So Bible 2 is definitely one of them. No, no, no. I'm not even including that one. Oh, I could write that one while I'm still in wrestling. But I'm going to... That's what I'm going to do. And you'll never see me again. Enjoy it while it's here. This isn't negative. This isn't bad. Yeah. But once I'm not a public figure You're in gonna this capacity... You're it? What does that mean? You know no one's ever seen Thomas Pycoon? Really? Yeah. Ever? Ever. Well, you've seen me. Yeah. So I'm not... You'll know... I'm, I'm sure someone's there. met Pycoon. Yeah, but they maybe didn't know it was him. Maybe yeah. he was just going to Kroger, getting some stuff. It sounds negative as I say it, but it's not negative. Mm-mm. It's wonderful. I'm going to share myself for as long as I can. And then when that comes to an end, uh, hopefully longer than after the crucifixion. I'm trying to stay around a little bit. But there will be a crucifixion this year. It will be great. I'm bloody. The bloody crucifixion is coming. And then I'm going to continue, and then when my body gives out, I'm going to fix my nose, and I'm going to disappear. How's that sound? Perfect. And I'm going to subsistence farm. You know about subsistence farming? Say it again. Subsistence farming? (laughs) Really, you know what my goal is this year is to gather the resources to be able to own a cow in the right way. Yeah, but I want them to be able to go out in the yard, and there's a cow, and they can play with the cow. There's a cow in my lap right now. Though. I know, but she needs a cow. They need a cow to run around with, and it'll moo at them, and it'll be bigger than them, but they know they can go play with it. Mm-hmm. I want a cow so bad, and I want a cow. F- what I want would a you farm. name your cow? Mr. Cow. Mr. Moo Moo. So you're going for a male cow? Whatever. Mrs. Moo Moo. Mrs. Moo Miss- Mrs. Cow. <laughs> and they're going to hang out. Maybe we'll get some sheep, too, but they're not for us to harvest okay they're just for us to milk yeah if we want to mi- I, mean, I think you have to milk them but yeah. you, they only have milk when they get pregnant yeah so i don't think we're gonna have a pregnant cow mm. i think like an older cow and then they can run around the cow and that'll be there for me when it's time to disappear mm-hmm. and i'll pet that cow it'd be so sweet and then uh we'll get a donkey you want a donkey sure i think it'd be nice voiced by eddie murphy <laughs> Shrek, Shrek Five is coming out this it year. Is. Very excited. Uh, this maybe Austin Powers Twelve. What no, Five Four? Austin Powers Four. Yeah, yeah. The Love Guru Two coming out. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. I don't know. This is trailed off. I'm sorry. Your answer was so beautiful, Peter. <laughs> Thank you. And I still really want a cow. Like I really want one. Can you ride a cow? Or they don't like it. Probably not. Oh. I want to ride the cow too. Maybe it'll let me. Maybe if I train it. Yeah. If you can train a crab, you can train a cow. It's still, jury is out on the crab training. The crab does sign language. Yeah. Uh, is, you sure he's not just moving his arm? He's doing mm-hmm. Howie the Crab. High five. Does a high five with the little leg. Mm-hmm. I think the crab knows. The crab knows. You want to go to Trader Joe's? Yeah.